0: My mother always told me that my naive trust in men would get me into trouble someday, and she was right. I don't know what I was thinking when I went into the woods that morning with Frank and Steve. They told me it would be fun hunting with a woman, so I fell for their words of encouragement. I was dressed in shorts, T-shirt, and running sneakers while they were wearing their hunting gear. I knew nothing about hunting or how to dress, and they didn't go out of their way to tell me. I knew something was up when we'd walked at least four miles into the wood, and they hadn't said a word. I just didn't know what it was. It wasn't until they both started to paw at me and pinned me to a tree that I realized what they were really after. The first thing Frank said was, "'This is what happens when you tease men and don't put out,' to which they both laughed. I think they expected me just to stand there and let them take me without question.' but they were mistaken. I quickly pushed them off and grabbed a small dead branch that I spotted on the ground and swiped the pair of them before making a run for it. The trouble was I had no way of knowing where I was or which direction to run. I'd gained a few seconds' head start at best, and I had to make the most of it. I could hear them shouting profanities and coming after me, but as I ran through all the trees, I realized that the hunting clothes they wore were slowing them down, as I was quickly pulling ahead of them. In fact, it wasn't long before I realized that I was safe, at least from them. In my haste to get away, though, I'd ripped my shorts and T-shirt on branches and various other obstacles that were in my way. I tried to remember which direction we'd come in, but in my anxiety, I'd gotten completely turned around. I was still in trouble, but I tried not to panic. I walked for miles and came to a river, which I thought was a good sign. I followed the flowing water, knowing that it would eventually lead me back to civilization. However, by the time it started to get dark, I still hadn't found a safe haven. I was just starting to wonder what would become of me when I spotted a light through the trees on my side of the river. I didn't really have much of a choice, so I headed cautiously towards it. When I finally reached it, I discovered that it was coming from a cottage. It seemed completely out of place here, but I couldn't afford to ignore the fact that someone lived in the woods. I knocked on the door and stood back. Who is it? said a stern female voice. Um, I'm sorry to bother you, but I'm lost and I need help. "'I replied. "'For the longest moment there was silence "'and then the door opened. "'I'm going to take my time in describing what I saw "'because it was something I truly didn't expect to see. "'The most beautiful and stunning of women stood in front of me. "'She was about six foot tall "'and wore a long red low-cut dress "'with a very distinctive-looking blood-red gem "'hanging on a golden chain above her chest. "'Her breasts were perfect.' "'In fact, I suffered a moment of jealousy just staring at them. "'I thought I had nice breasts, but hers put mine to shame. "'Her hair was jet black and silken "'and shone from the light coming from inside the cottage. "'Are you going to stare at me all night, or are you going to come in?' "'She said, standing to one side and allowing me to pass. "'I'm sorry. I was taken aback by—' "'By what?' "'No, wait—' "'What's your name first? she said, interrupting me. "'Oh, right. My name's Cherry. Pleased to meet you. Um,' I replied. "'You can call me Sonia.' "'Now then, why were you lost?' "'I was chased into the woods by a couple of men and got turned around. I couldn't find my way back to the path and spotted your light when it was getting dark,' I replied, as I watched her looking out of the window.' They didn't follow you here, did they? No, I lost them quite a few hours ago and have been walking ever since. Sonia closed the curtain and told me to take a seat. She then went about making us both a hot drink. While she was doing that, I glanced around the cottage. It felt homey and warm, but sparsely decorated. On the table in front of me were scrolls scattered around a crystal skull. I ignored the skull and glanced at one of the scrolls, but I couldn't read the writing. "'Have you lived here long?' I said for want of something better to say. "'I was born in this cottage. It's all I know,' she replied. I found myself staring at her figure from behind and once again suffered a bout of jealousy. She looked perfect in every way.